Hello everyone, it's Trina Taylor with TaylorMade Guide Lifestyle Blog. And it is time for the weekly um, catch-up, reconnect, um, network, whatever term you'd like to use. And today I want to talk about, do you tend to reject things you feel like you cannot cultivate? Hmm. Interesting. Do you tend to reject things you feel like you cannot cultivate? So then you have to determine what are those things that you want to cultivate in your life. Um, everybody's different. What everybody needs is totally different. So I want to talk about a few things for me. And maybe it'll, you know, inspire something in you that you want to cultivate and you realize that you have to be present and intentional with cultivating the thing so that you're not rejecting it and having a negative attitude about something because we choose not to do the work on ourselves in order to have those things so we can cultivate something that makes us thrive and that um, we're not just surviving out there, but we're paying attention, you know? So for me, I know... I'm reading a lot. I watch. I do watch television. I do like stories, and to me, stories help with a more of a mindset that that's geared toward growth. So I'm, I'm growing when I'm looking at a movie or a TV show or reading a book or watching some cultural piece or just something silly. It doesn't matter, but to be engaged in some form of art for me helps my mind to grow and to open up a little bit more. Um, So it's like, is it good, harmful? Um, Again, I think what you put in, you put out. So if it's going to be a negative, you're going to have a negative growth mind. You may not, I can't even call it growth mindset. You know what I mean? Um, But having a mindset where I'm growing, a growth mindset, I guess, if you will. I'm not quite sure if I'm putting it. Mindset of growth, growth mindset, not quite sure. But um, I just know for me, that's one of the things I think um, would help me is to constantly be involved and engaged and witnessing other stories, storytelling of someone else. Um, Kindness. That's really, really big with me. And I have a 15-year-old and I'm a Girl Scout leader. And I'm constantly asking them during our meetings, who are you kind to today? Did you receive some kind of kindness? And show up like you want to be shown up for. So if you're kind and someone's kind back to you, what is it going to hurt? Kindness doesn't cost anything to be kind to someone to be generous Um, when you have I think one of the things to me to have a lasting relationship not just a loving a lover but any relationship friends being a parent child family whatever it is being kind and generous to one another I believe is how you're going to possibly get there to have that kindness and generosity in your heart 
is to show people how to treat you and you treat people like you want to be treated. Um, I think the other thing as far as do you cultivate a life of conflict or you want peace, you know? Um, most people don't like conflict and confrontation. And why should you? It's just so bad for the for your psyche. So finding ways to show people how to treat you, how to love you. You know, the I'm not sure if anybody, I'm sure everybody has heard of the five love languages. And when you share that with people, how you need to be loved, and, not, and I'm not saying that from a lover standpoint, I'm, I'm talking about just period from being loved yourself, you the person, the individual, the human being. What things do you need in order for you to feel connected with someone? You know, and not always, that way you're limiting, because I don't think we can totally eliminate conflict, but we can, in my opinion, we can limit it, you know, just by not allowing people to come in and take over in our lives, but sharing with them what you need in a kind way. Um, Compromise versus sacrifice. You know, that's a huge, huge, huge thing. You know, are you are you cultivating a life of it's got to be my way or and that's it? And then you're upset when someone chooses themselves over you because no one wants someone gives them an ultimatum that it's always about them and what they want. You know what I mean? So are you willing to compromise? Are you open to compromise? And I, I don't, I hate using the word sacrifice. I don't think that's a positive word, but compromising on what you're wanting, you know, um, and asking that person to, to do the same because we're not going to be 100% the same every single day. We are, we have layers and layers as multi, we're multifaceted people. That's just who we are as human beings and willing to say, Hey, you know what? We did this your way last time or my way. Let's do it your way. Let's, let me try your way. Let me try something that you enjoy because I want you to come in and do something that I enjoy. Um, are you ambitious? Are you just kind of like, oh, just go with the flow. Just fall where they may. Oh, no big deal. Um, there's nothing wrong with being chill, but in life we have to be motivated and inspired and ambitious to go get the things that we want. Um, as a family person, you want to have a career or work that allows you to grow, to get the money that you need to live in the place that you want to live, a safe, clean environment. And I'm not saying it has to be a place that's like, you know, in a in a zip code that houses are so much, so expensive, but something that allows you to send your kids to the best school for your money, um, safe, clean neighborhood. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Ambition, because you're ambitious doesn't mean that you're... Um, selfish or self-centered it just means to me that you want the best for you and your family and you're going to do whatever it takes to to maintain it to get that and it doesn't mean going above and beyond you know over what you need to do where you don't even see your family but 
there's nothing wrong with being ambitious to get the things that you need and want for your family. Um, what else? Um, what else did I want to add to that? Do you cultivate a life of independence? Are you always dependent on someone else? Are you allowing someone else to be your crutch? Or do you go out and you learn and grow for yourself? You gain experiences so that you can be independent. You know, that's one of the things I think as parents we must do for our kids is cultivate uh, a an attitude of independence, but t- allowing them to be free to do things that's who they are instead of us holding onto them and not allowing them to live life and experience life. They got to experience things so that they're confident and that you're confident as a parent that you let your kid, you know, you know that when you they walk away from you, that they're okay, they're good. You know what I mean? So for ourselves, for our family, are we cultivating a life of independence? We're showing and teaching them about ways how to be, do, be, go, see, experience things so they can make the best decisions and you can make the best decisions for you as well. Um, what else did I want to add to that? Um, ooh, this is the big one. Um, for me, trusting someone to be vulnerable with them and allow them to see my vulnerability. Um, that's really big. If someone that you care for and that you love, you have to let them see all of you, the flawed part and all. And you have to be willing to see theirs and accept theirs as well. But being vulnerable, that's going to allow you to really grow and cultivate a life of growth, of peace, of harmony. Being vulnerable and allow them to be vulnerable with you as well. That's huge, you know. Think about that. I really want you to think about that. Do you set boundaries? Do you cultivate a life of boundaries? You, you know, someone's gone too far. They want to, you know, you think about the, the person that wants to come over all the time. You're like, no, I got to have some time for myself so I can regroup and renew myself and restore. Um, people who are just takers, they're always taking. Do you say, you know what? No, I think, again, that goes back to the five love languages. When you share with people what you need in order to be whole, that's part of the boundary setting and allowing them to know what your boundaries are so when they break them and they come over and they want to like you know go overboard and get in the middle of what you're trying to do to to renew for yourself they're not shocked because you shared that with them and so setting boundaries that's a great way to cultivate a life of growth and not rejecting people and things and places um what else did I want to say to that Are you adaptable? That's really huge. I think about that in my work life. Being adaptable, because life happens. Life is messy. It's not going to be this wonderful, organized thing all the time. And unfortunately, you have to. I shouldn't say unfortunately, but fortunately. When we're adaptable, it allows us to expand ourselves and grow and learn and gain great experiences from different life things that happen around us. So try to make sure you're cultivating a life of of, uh, adaptability. That would be really good for anyone. Um, Do you admit when you're wrong? Woohoo! That's something else. Do you admit when you're wrong? It's hard. It's very hard because we're stubborn, 
prideful people, I believe, and we don't want people to see us again to that vulnerability. When we admit that we're wrong, we're also letting the vulnerability show through. So you got to be open and willing to say, I did that. I was wrong. Uh, please forgive me. Um, so those are just some things that I wanted to talk to you all about today about do you cultivate or do you reject things that you feel like you cannot cultivate? And the word can't because we can. Whatever we want to do, we can. My mom used to say, can't die. It's not around here. It didn't come. Can't does not live anymore. Um, so think about those things that you want for a bit. I hope you enjoyed this content. And um, please like and share with people. Thank you so much. Bye.